I don't have friends. I got family. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Dude, I almost had you. <laughs> Got the hamburger meat all hanging out. <laughs> you know? That is not a good word. Life's simple. You make choices and you don't look back. You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a corona. I'll have the tuna. No crust? No crust. Welcome back, hard people, to another Fast and Furious episode of Cinema de More. I'm your hostess, Lexi. Chuck. Justin's here, too. Yeah, my fast family is with me. So fast. We're about to get a divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have come to the end. Well, as close to the end as we can at this point. There is two more still to come, but we have come to the end that we can come to at this exact moment in time. And we are on Fast Ted 2023. We did it. We watched Ted Fast and Furious movies, one spinoff, our spinoff episode. I apologize if you're wondering why it was extremely short. We had issues with our audio recordings and it basically cut the whole episode down to 15 minutes. So it's a fun little 15 minutes, but if you're wondering why why the hell it's so damn short now you're in the know but yeah we started this whole entire thing because oh 10's coming out how long did it take us to watch all of these movies too long <laughs> 23 hours eight minutes damn how long did we sacrifice our lives to this endeavor <laughs> More than normal, probably like double, because really we were doing two episodes a week instead of one. Did your families feel like they were losing you in this moment when you were working? No. Steph, my wife, actually watched all the movies with me. That's fantastic. And there was huge payoff. I'll play the scene shortly. <laughs> but on this week's penultimate episode of Barry, there's a huge Fast and Furious debate-ish yeah. scene. And I was like, see, there's payoff stuff. Yeah. Now you know she exactly. She wouldn't any of that. Nope. Right. But now, but she understood all of it. She got all the references. She got all the Fast and Furious references. Wasn't the deepest of cuts, but it felt like a reward yeah. for everything that we've been through. You could put on a movie. 
But those guys were screaming really loud. You could just put the volume up. If it's a Fast and Furious, you won't hear shit. That's not gonna drown out dudes getting their heads cut off. The one with the planes on the runway, I saw it in the theaters and my ears are ringing for days. What was that, Tokyo Drift? Is that the one with Lil Bow Wow? No, it's Furious 6, uh, it came out in like 2013. Six, I didn't see right. six. That's the one where Toretto comes out the front of the plane. Like, it when it's doesn't fire. matter, they're all loud. You gotta have a legit sound bar if you want that to work, dude. Sound bar or no sound bar? The movie is louder. Okay, muchacho, mira, dejen de estar hablando de esta película de mierda, Fast and Furious. ¿Qué tiene que hacer eso con esto que está pasando aquí? Okay, coge esto serio. El amor entre el jefe y su mujer es lo más importante aquí. Do you feel satisfied by this endeavor? So it's a little mixed. I am with Chuck where I feel like oh, I'm just glad to get it over with. And it was a lot. But at the same time, it's way better than YouTube month. And it's way, <laughs> and there's no movie as bad as Feed. So, you know, I can't complain about oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah, but those are at least short. That's the one thing about those. At least they were only like, well, I don't know. Some of those are pretty long for the YouTube ones. Of the 11 movies that we talk about, about half of them are decent and good, and the other half is like, what the fuck? I'd agree with that. So you guys did all the Marvel movies, essentially, up to the point that you did them, right? And then you yeah. did this. Which one would you say was like a bigger kick in the teeth, like the Marvel oh, this. or this? This? Okay. Yeah. Is it because this is just so, like, redundant? It's too much of the same, yeah. thinking, like, when we eventually catch up to the Marvel, like, all the Marvel that we didn't do, which is probably about seven movies now, at least they're different from each other. I saw a thing where Michelle Rodriguez or something was, uh, it was our friend ended up sharing a thing. I looked it up. But she was saying, like, I'll never do the Marvel movies. They're all the same. <laughs> Right. They practically are Marvel movies at this point. Like, I mean, right. yeah, Vin Diesel's just straight up. Well, it's not even him anymore. They're all like have superpowers at this point. There's a sequence we're going to talk about in 10 that feels like exactly the same as the sequence that we watched in 9. Like, every movie has some sort of chase a thing, a MacGuffin through the city in your cars. There's a very formulaic pattern to these movies, but like, I think it works when you space them out. Watching one of these like every like three years, I think works really well in a theater. So you go to a theater, you have the moving seats, you get like one of these every like three or four years, there's a bunch of explosions and You cars. get the cameos that you don't remember or understand. Yeah, you're like, you're like, this was fun, I had fun with this. But I think being like, kind of like how we were essentially where we were like, we're locked in a room for like six weeks and we gotta watch all these motherfuckers together and we all gotta like sit together and talk about them like continuously and have this sort of bonding experience with all of these movies. And it's like, there was one point I feel like we got like, into around like six or seven where like we were all kind of like i don't want to do this anymore and like it I was like six we... <laughs> it's six is such yeah. a, a sharp drop off from how good five was there was a drop off from us as well like in the quality of our episodes too like when you listen through like there's a point where we're like i don't want to talk about this anymore like it almost feels like punishment going into like some of our episodes and stuff too like some of them are like... torture like i i <laughs> the thing that i appreciate the most about watching all of them is i understand all the little cameos and shit that i otherwise would probably just ignore the fact that i can't remember where the fuck that person's from or what the hell they're doing because they're only in the movie for two seconds and then gone i can definitely say i was so excited for like the first three movies and then like around the fourth movie i started to kind of have that like eh. and then like yeah when i got to eight i remember the episode eight even editing it like i know how you guys talk 
and I know what I have to edit with myself. And I was like, I stopped talking in episode eight. And I, I was stopped like, perfect. talking. Well, I was just like, I know what your speech patterns were. So I was like, okay, perfect. I can edit this like so quick. So I was just like, chunk, 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 chunk. Cause I was like, I know how you talk and I know how Chuck talks. And that was just like, it made that episode like so quick to edit. Cause I didn't have to listen to a lot of your conversation. I make us sound better than we actually sound. No, no, like you guys like, I mean, we don't like anything in my episodes. You, there's no yeah. like. It's just straight up. Oh no, I I get rid of the likes, but you get what I'm saying. Like I was like, it was easier to like I just because I stopped, I just cut out. Like I, I get like, a lot of joy of mixing and then cutting out a lot of shit and making us sound smarter than we are. Oh, I do too. Absolutely, it's one That's of my favorite of... things. Right. <laughs> just drop a lot of shit that doesn't need to be said, and then when they finally get into the idea, you know, yeah. and the other. The other thing too is like around the end here where we got we got really caught up in it like i had to miss like um going to my meetings and i had to start missing like other things and i was like this is starting to take up like too much of my time like it was like starting to cut into like too much of my other stuff and i was like eh, i want to get through this but i have to I be mean... honest today i was a little sad i was like oh we're like done I was like, it's kind of coming to an end. And I was like, oh. No, we get a vacation. <laughs> Good time. Good time. Yeah. We will count this episode as this week's episode, and we'll take off next week. So <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like three Fridays from now that we have finally come back. Yeah. I mean, I think this series, though, the most disappointing thing is like, especially this one, it's too fucking long. It's too fucking expensive. It doesn't look like it's expensive. Probably most of the money is paying the actors why they have so many people i don't know some of why the worst cg i've ever seen why they can't fight. narrow the focus on some people would be great there's a whole thing with michelle Rodriguez. just let, let's let her go and talk about her in the next movie like cut out as much time as you can and you get this weird it was way noticeable in nine but you get this like belligerent vin diesel that's just fucking slow at talking i don't know what's happening to him <laughs> but it's like you're killing the runtime, dude. You're like he's talking he's about crashed family his car for so way too many times. He's had way too many rollovers. He's starting to starting to have too much head trauma. It's catching up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I think the best part of this movie was Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa was excellent. He was the runaway of this whole film. I mean, he was a lot of fun, but he was pretty much at best still just like a Joker impersonation. So. It was nice to see him doing something that he doesn't normally do. I think that's really what it came down to. I mean, when we watched the trailers for this, and I remember going into this, I remember that I was very negative. I was like, Jason Momoa was not going to be very good. And I was like, I am not a big Momoa fan. But I've said before, Momoa. and I say it every time, that I don't think that he's a very good leading man. But I thought that he was excellent in Dune. And he's really good in, you know, Game of Thrones. And I think he's really good, like, with Conan. He was good in Conan. So I think, like, he's really good at... Who was these... he in Conan? Wasn't he Conan? Sounds like he's a leading man. Right. Well, he's good in that, though. He's built for that role. Like, that's the kind of shit that he's built for. Like, he's totally built for that role. I mean, sometimes I... you gotta go against type. <clears throat> I agree. But I just thought, like, this was the kind of shit that he's built for. Like, I thought he sucked in Aquaman as Aquaman as the lead, but I thought he was really good when he was playing Aquaman as, like, the background character. So it was interesting, like, watching him play the lead in his own movie when he was doing better as, like, the background character. But anyway, uh, he was excellent in this. He, like, really took just the whole screen. Like, he took over. Every time he was on screen, he was, like, the 
everything was focused on him. He was great. He was really fun. He was energetic. He really brought a good villain to the franchise for the first time, like someone who's really memorable and fun and like really interesting and like stands out. Other than I guess maybe Jason Statham, but Jason Statham never really felt like a villain. So much as like I don't even know guy... if I go as far as saying that he's memorable because I'm already like forgetting the shit that he's done in, in this movie that I watched a couple days ago. They really just pushed the bar on like he's really gross in it though. Like he's purple, really, like... painting dead people's toenails. He's got like giggling, a bunch of corpses, giggling yeah. a lot. So he was he, originally stealing children. He was supposed to drive a Skyline, and he refused to drive a Skyline uh, as his vehicle. He was supposed to have an R35. And he came back, and he actually drove the purple muscle car that he had. He actually physically drove that in, and he was like, I want this car. And he's like, and I want it painted the same color as my nail polish to match my character. And they were I like, saw that he argued okay. for a pastel-colored car, which I honestly feel like, yeah, he probably should at this point. Be like, I mean, the way you've been talking <laughs> the entire series, you're like, they got rid of the fun colors. Like, yeah, let's, let's add some more color to it. And... For the first time, almost, we do get a race where almost everybody's color-coordinated again. There's only, like, one person that's not color-coordinated. We get the sister of the dead um, baby mama in this one. Yeah, and it's like, think that she was a better actress than Brie Larson, and I don't really hate Brie Larson, but she was so bland I, in this movie. I, there was, like, no point. I thought she was fun. She wasn't in it very much. But she I was wouldn't fun. say she was, she was fun. fun. She was fun. I didn't hate this movie. I thought this movie was actually pretty good. I actually enjoyed it, and I thought it was weird that I enjoyed it because I thought going into it after like how much I was like tired of watching these movies, I thought I was gonna like kind of not have fun with this. Oh, I'm just so tired of watching these. I was like, and eh, this can't possibly be like a fun film. But I had like the moving seats because I had the went saw the the, the D box, yeah. which I have to say the D box did not utilize this movie very well like it barely utilized it and i was really disappointed in that so poor use of d-box but um i was like just enjoying it like i, I liked getting to see the vault scene in the theater again like somehow it was just enjoyable to see it in the theater again. your favorite part of 10 was when they was showed when they parts back from five. five was when they showed five again yeah i was like i like seeing the vault scene again i liked like i don't know i thought the action sequences were fun i think getting to see these in a theater is just what they're for and i like i don't know i was amped up watching it in a theater so i think some things Coming are just like so it. ugly because like so they recreate the scene with Jason Momoa is Reyes's son, yeah, the villain yeah. from Five, and he's there the whole time, but we just never knew it, which is fine. Yeah. But then they do some like weird, ugly CG, like the CG for like when he's standing in the the hole of where the vault was, and yeah. the camera flies away, and I'm like, it looks bad. Like why couldn't you just I don't know, just straight up cut. Just the CG cut. is all bad in this movie. It has some of the worst, like the fire effects in this movie. Oh my god, they're like some of the worst fire effects I've ever. I seen. mean, I liked eight, and I thought the fire effects were pretty terrible in that one. Vin Diesel's car caught on fire, and he was still driving. Like it didn't remotely look good. They always have bad fire effects in these movies, but the ones in this one were like catastrophically bad. Like, they were weird. They were like so. Louis Littier, am I saying his name right? The director, he came onto this movie after Justin Lin had already been filming for like a week. And I know that he said it was short notice, like within four days of them stopping production and asking him, he got a call directly from like one of the producers at Warner Brothers if he could do it. And he's like, 
as much as he's thought Universal. that Fast and Furious Universal, sorry, as as much as he thought that it would be fun, he was like, I'm jumping into somebody else's work and like we're shooting in a week. Like I don't I don't know how prepped I'm gonna be for it. I feel like this movie definitely suffers from him having no prep of his own movie. I don't, like think, I don't think, well, the the other thing, I don't think this movie had good prep to begin with because that's apparently why Justin Lin quit mm. anyway was mm. because he said Vin Diesel was, like, just coming every day and being like, I rewrote, like, this whole script yesterday in my trailer. Like, I want all the, <laughs> I want all the scenes to be like this. And Justin Lin's like, oh, that's not what we're doing. And, like... And they Justin like Lin still has so writing credits stuff. and producing yeah. credits. He's still yeah, he's still attached to it somewhat, but that's that was apparently the what what everyone was told was that Vin Diesel showed up like out of shape, didn't know his lines, wanted to change everything every day. Like they canceled. <laughs> he's like he's Marlon Brando. They were starting filming without having one of the villains cast, which I assume is the second henchman. Like I, I think they probably had Jason yeah. Momoa cast pretty early, so. I'm assuming when they say an, uh, another villain wasn't cast, it was probably his character. But like they were like they were like just right into shooting, and they were just like, yeah, let's just you know do this. Yeah, and, and a lot of times when you hear the announcements of cast, when they'll be like Jason Momoa is joining Fast Ten, that news is probably after he's already filmed his shit. Like that, that's probably how far back you yeah. are on finding that information out. We you say the other villain? Do you mean the extremely attractive white guy, the the, the British guy? Oh, was he British? Uh, I don't think was he's he British. British. I don't think, think you British know the difference between British and American. Was he American? I'm pretty sure he's American. I'm pretty sure he's a pro wrestler. I mean, I don't have I any remember. knowledge on that. I'm I don't know. He assuming. was like, he's just like, it's like ridiculously attractive. It's just like, that's all I can remember. The guy that was having the terrible monologue with Brie Larson. Yeah, he was like a terrible actor, but like really attractive. This movie very much didn't want to like, I couldn't tell if they were just flat out trying to not say that those characters are in love it very much was like felt like they were supposed to be they're both in like wild well you don't see him in most of it but when they do have that eventual flashback of that they were both at the vault they're both wearing like brightly colored he has like a bright blue suit on while jason momoa has got like the bright purple on and then they're just like they're just like this partnership and i was like this partnership <laughs> are they gay are you trying yeah. to say they're gay but no He's one wanted gay. to say it like no one wanted to say it in the movie but it, like no they were just brothers like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i hate their brothers like vin diesel and uh and john cena are brothers yeah they, they looked exactly alike being a gay person is typically a villain uh, yeah, I mean, Jason Momoa looks like he's not related to Reyes at all. Oh, like yeah, he doesn't he, look like he has the same. He looks more related Jason. to, uh, yeah, given his heritage, he looks more related to I don't know, The Rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Rock's family. Well, and they, and they both have the same like you know Samoan kind of like tattoos. Like, <sighs> same kind of. Am I fucking this up again? The tribal tattoos. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what his tattoos are. I haven't studied his tattoos. I actually didn't study the rocks. I would just assume <laughs> that they were Samoan. <laughs> well, yeah, the rocks are definitely because he's he's got the tribe. The stuff. only person whose tattoos I'm dead sure of is Adam Levine. He's got Californian tattoos. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got <laughs> Californian tattoo shop tattoos. That's not a lie. Did he go in and order all the regular like generic yeah. tattoos? Yeah, everything what? on the wall. Yeah. I'll take one of those. One what? of those. Wait, yeah, Adam. Levine is white he's got white tattoos. he is yeah i so i did i did have to look up just to double check jason momoa is a native hawaiian so he is hawaiian? he's, he's okay. more closely related to okay. to the rock and his family than he would be to okay. uh ray as his family like it's, it's just a weird All right. in brazil yeah which yeah. again then then does make more sense when the rock was like i want uh 
I want Jason Momoa to play like my brother or my cousin in in our spinoff movie, and it's like right. it makes way more sense because he looks more like he'd be in your family than he does in this Brazilian's family. Exactly. Uh, you know what I really fucking hated in this movie too? Everything. All the no, not everything. But I really did hate all the pic- all the pictures, all the video clips that were literally just scenes from past Stuff movies. Were, yeah, the picture of uh, the girl on the wall that was definitely just a screenshot from from five. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the the one. montage? Scene? I always hate that. Like you can't his, with technology his, uh, now. You can't make Jason it look Momoa's different. weird weird scene in the police station of all this footage that he could not have possibly had and was not mm-hmm. remotely there for. Or. Or when when Vin was in the garage at the very start. Yeah, the garage. The photos the... on the wall. Yep, and, then, that, and then his mom too. came over and gave him a hug. Which, once again, the mom once again confuses his nationality. Because that actress is... Isn't that that's the, the mom? She's, she's Puerto she's, Rican. She's West, yeah, she's from West Side, right? Yes. Yeah, West Side Story. That's her so big I'm just thing. Like, like, still, oh, she's a great yeah, actress. We're still getting like, more like, confused on, on what Vin Diesel <laughs> is. What this family is. But... The Puerto Rican does make a little bit more sense when you think of the music that he's constantly listening to. Because <laughs> he's I don't remember him listening Rican to hip- music. All he listens to is Puerto Rican hip hop. Like anytime they ever show him, that's all he's ever like playing in the background is like Puerto Rican hip hop. So it's just like the only okay. time I ever heard music come out of the speakers, it, it was uh, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, he, that's he only fair. listens to Limp Biscuit exclusively. That, that's fair. That's fair. He is bald. It does make sense. So. One thing I thought was really funny, and I just like, this is what I figured happened, was even though Vin Diesel has the kid, they were like, Vin Diesel really sucks at working with kids, but John Cena's fucking awesome at working with kids. So let's yeah, like have John Cena sucked, but the firefighter the kid, was great. Because all the scenes with John Cena and, and uh, the kid were fucking awesome they're like some of the best parts of this whole movie like him with the kid in the car and like him going back and talking about where his car came from and all that kind of stuff one thing i was like i didn't touch on in nine that i think when you look at the combination of nine and ten with just john cena's character they could have gone in maybe like even four or five and done the brother story with john cena and made John Cena. It didn't have to even be played by John Cena, but I'm saying the the brother arc, the idea of him having the brother and going back. Oh and God! You know how awesome in. it would be if he had a brother and the brother was just always recast. Yeah. And then, years, well, and then remote, remote. Every movie, a different guy, a different nationality. Because it's always yeah. Jacob. That would be wonderful. I'd love that. They could have done this brother arc earlier in the movies and had the brother be a more integral. They part can't of the because series. they didn't plan for it. There was no, There's no preparation plan. for yeah, it. They don't, they don't plan these things ahead. They waited until nine when they're like, "What if he had a brother?" Like, there's no thought about a brother before that. Well, then they realized the actor they brought in was way better than all the other actors that they had in their series, and they're like, "We're gonna have to kill this guy." <laughs> uh, another huge thing I hated was literally. This was a very bad trailer. Like, this trailer is made trailer up of basically terrible. everything from, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like, everything that you see. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not worried so much about, like, oh, characters in peril. But in this franchise, where you want some, like, fun surprises, there were absolutely none. There weren't any. None. The cannon car thing, I've never seen, like, a less fun scene He's like, we got cannons on this car. We're going to shoot it once. 
and then that's it. Why wouldn't you have a lot more fun blowing up all these cars and shit? Like yeah, there were like five hundred cars. So much, there was so much potential with that. And then and then how does it end? He just goes okay, and he just aims him at the ground and flips himself onto his roof and dies instantly. He doesn't like, die. Yeah, we don't what know he's dead. We never saw his body. Well, yeah, okay. Possibly, because nobody ever actually dies yeah, in these no fucking movies. movies. Which, as we learned... No, actually, in, in this movie, more people come to li- back to say, life than die. Gal Gadot's back in, in the I Magic actually submarine. thought when she, when she showed up, I thought it was that uh, woman from Nine that was the unlock the key. Like, that's what I thought it was of hers. God, when she showed up, I was like, I fucking hate everything. I don't even know if Gal Gadot was there. Like, it looks oh, like... She was 100% they see- on, like a, on, like, a green screen. Yeah, but for yeah. what movie? <laughs> like, what right. did they, like, where did they get that footage That's from? That's probably old she's footage like, from, like, four. She's like, they canceled my franchise. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have anything else going <laughs> on now. She's not Wonder Woman anymore, so well, what has she got to do? She's Cleopatra next, but I'm sure it's not a franchise. No, that got canceled maybe, maybe already. Will be. Oh, is, is it she, canceled? Well, she got fired from it because people were like, they made a big deal about, like, she's too, she was too not not Egyptian not not, not, yeah, not, Israeli yeah, yeah they were very much like uh, they basically Just hire an Egyptian yeah. hire an Egyptian please yeah so she got like canned from that too so yeah she's really like I don't have anything going on in my life uh, let's get back into fast movies yeah I mean, the only thing I w- I didn't know until I watched the movie was that wasn't the Hoover Dam. I was like, he flies on the Hoover Dam. <laughs> and then it was just like, no, he's in, I think he's in Puerto Rico. I don't even remember yeah, where he's remember at now. He's yeah. He's not in the United States, so. I, I also thought that, and so you're not the only one. I, I also thought that the kayak on his top of his car was going to be the cannon for some reason. I forgot that the cannons were, like, <laughs> on the side of the car. Yeah, that uh, thing looked terrifying. Oh, his when, John Cena's when, reveal was so funny because it was so jarring. It might be my favorite part of the movie, but like the kid runs away and Jordana Brewster's like fighting people off with a you know frying pans again. Because you know, that's and what she does. these guys all get slammed into the wall with like no explanation. I'm like, did a fuck? Did the kid do that? <laughs> and so, then it's like it's un- Uncle Jacob or whatever. So once again, we're in this kind of a scenario where people are coming to kill to that degree and jordana brewster's the one that's gonna watch dom's kid not brian because remember because brian's watching his kid that nobody gives a shit about anymore two of them two kids yeah he's got two of them brian's two kids no one gives a fuck about those but but i did like there's a scene in this where Ludacris takes his chair so that was we need a full-on we need a full-on like uh mr mom sequel with uh of just brian by himself it's like why is my wife constantly leaving to go fight off terrorists never show his face he's yeah, always, yeah, he's always just like got something else on him or something well that's why it doesn't make sense because jason momoa's character he's the bad guy and he's ticked about these people that did, did him and wrong he doesn't care about brian yeah and brian would be a big one and brian would could... be the first person he'd be going after brian and fucking vin would be his yeah, two so main he targets. like he sets up at, of vin's crew he hires them, making them think that he's, you know, Mr. Nobody's team or something like that. He tracks down, like, everybody, but there's no... I mean, this is another perfect opportunity to just fucking kill Brian and be like, yeah, I found him and I killed him. This also has the subplot of Roman gets to run the team, but does a bad job, but then really does a good job after all. Maybe. <laughs> I don't even think he ever really runs the team and does a good job. He, he just kind yeah. of is like that's that's the 
probably the thing I hated the most about this movie is just that's when you know you have too many characters is we can't have them all on the screen at the same time so we have to have them all doing different stuff and there's a vast difference in how essential these stories are and most of them are not right like Roman the Roman Tej and Ramsey thing is like probably the least essential out of all all of the side stories of just them just kind of wandering around and they've they've just got Han with them because he doesn't fit anywhere else into the story so they're just like oh, I guess just Han's with them it's like a really garbage Avengers Endgame. <laughs> they fake their death at the end, and you know that they're probably the opening scene of Ten's gonna be or Ten Two or yeah, whatever is gonna be them surviving. Why not just kill them off like that mysteriously in the beginning and make you think that they're they all just dead? Just don't even have you... them in the movie. Yeah, that's just like one less side plot that we have to deal with. That we get weird Pete Davidson cameos for no reason, and it wasn't I funny. Pete Davidson. With I thought a, it was great. His, uh, pot brownie or something or muffin that's yeah. that he trips muffin. for like a second and then it just goes away and it's nothing and the weird fight with roman and tej that it goes nowhere it's just like i did weird... like one small moment but it's like this is the shit that they need to focus on when roman was driving his like bright metallic car and he was able to like car. blind blind yeah. the people with the sunlight like but his beyond that car like, yeah I liked Michelle Rodriguez's little motorcycle trick, but, like, that was also in the trailer. Like, there so, wasn't anything surprising about it. There, There's a bomb in a, in a thing in the city. Like, they're chasing the truck, and the truck's got a bomb, and the bomb comes out of the truck. And all these people are clearly chasing this bomb and trying to stop this bomb. And all the cops are chasing after the people that are chasing after this bomb that are clearly trying to stop this bomb. And then they take the bomb and they shove the bomb into the river instead of letting the bomb roll directly into the fucking whatever. A guy like clearly like sacrifices his car and what have you. And Vin they... Diesel smacks that thing around and lands on like a totally another bridge and he's already being followed by the police. Like they got behind him so fast. And the fact that his car even started after all of that is just astonishing. But that's not here. Or there. The fact that they did all of that and they were like, oh, they're criminals and they're all wanted after all this i'm like they're very clearly trying to stop this like they're not trying to blow anything up it was more than obvious so it just like it just seems so stupid plus they've already been set up in the past like right a new plot line would be bad i mean no one ever stays dead but like yeah just clean up that plot line like the whole thing with michelle rodriguez and and charlie's theron was like god why why are you going and she gets put in a black ops prison. I'm like, Michelle Rodriguez isn't that fucking special. I'm like, we did get our electric it. car. We did get the new ugly-ass DeLorean. <laughs> we got it for five whole seconds, yeah. It was pretty sweet looking, though. It would be funny if they just straight up killed her without listening to her. Her hair Vin looks Diesel, great like, movie. being tough is like... I don't know why he keeps doing it. Like, he'll scream something, and it's, like, the least intimidating thing that that guy could do. Right. He's way more intimidating just low talking yeah. it's almost like yeah he, he is the reverse he needs to get quieter when you want something to be more serious right he puts his arms around there and he's like Argh! i'm like I'm, i don't know what's happening vin diesel i thought when they were trying to break out of the black ops prison and she beats the shit out of cypher or whatever like i was like can you just work with her for fucking five seconds and just stop like this isn't resolving anything and then she gets up there it's the antarctic and it's like oh, we have to work together anyway. It's like, well, that was about, like, 15 minutes we didn't need. I mean, it's just like too much It's too much showing um, 
Like, let's like, just have a at cat the very, fight. At the very least, like, have her wake up next to Charlize Theron and never go back mm. to her again. That's a, yeah, that's, like, another one of those things that, like, yeah, maybe maybe just put that in the second one or something like that. Like, have her disappear and you don't know where she's at for the movie. This Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I Yeah, you need seven and a half hours to do a trilogy if, of this uh, movie, like... Because you can, it just seems more and more obvious that Vin Diesel just, I don't even think he wants to do these movies anymore. Like, he seems so checked out half the time. And I genuinely wonder, again, given, like, Justin Lin's thing about, like, he shows up to set, like, not in shape, not doing his lines. Like, like is that why there's so much of these other characters? Because Vin Diesel was just like, it's like, what are we going to shoot today? Oh, Vin Diesel doesn't want to shoot anything. Okay, more scenes of uh, Roman and Tej and Ramsey walking around. Like, we need more... Uh, more shots of uh, Jacob and and the kid. Uh, more, more of everybody else because uh, yeah, we need more more stuff of Jason Momoa by himself. Like, do they have to just keep constantly filming everyone else because he doesn't want to do anything? Again, getting more of the more of the Blade Three vibes of like doesn't want to leave his trailer <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like, just wants to sit around and it's like, is that why they have to keep filling these movies with every other character other than him because he just doesn't want to be bothered and he just wants to he just wants to get that sweet paycheck. It's just the money at this point, yeah. They did a really bad job of taking the end credit scene from 9 and making it be part of 10. The the scene with Jason Statham where he's boxing the guy in the bag oh, yeah. and then Han, Han shows up They, like, completely refilm that, and it, does, and it is very mm-hmm. obvious that it's refilmed because it doesn't... Yeah. Like, Han's hair is different than, than the other one. Like, stuff's slightly yeah. different, so... It, 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 it's, it's one of those because Han very doesn't obvious. have a wig in this one yeah it seems more <laughs> obvious had a wig that they uh, and yeah and he looks different like yeah. beyond hair like he's not well, he's shaped just older the same yeah he's like it's, that, they definitely filmed that scene in the last one again we're going off of how they keep changing things I'm sure maybe they had a completely different plan for how that scene was supposed to go in this movie <laughs> and then by the time they got there it's like why don't we just reuse that same scene? Oh no, we have to refilm the entire thing because we changed the entire plot and the. Well, then we're not allowed to scene. reshoot five. We're gonna have to straight up just yeah. use the shots. And that from... scene was so stupid. Like it just like it went on and on. You're also, like, oh, I'm a God. huge fan of how grainy Fast Five looked when my copy well, doesn't look yeah. grainy like, at they, all. Like they that? Get, like a DVD version to get the footage from. <laughs> like like they right. don't have the film element anymore. They're just like, what are we gonna use for this? Like I don't know, uh, Bob, go to Walmart and. See if they got a copy in the five dollar f- bin. I'm pretty sure five was shot on digital. I it probably I was. was. It probably <laughs> was shot on digital, but it looks the exact same as the current franchise. Right. The only thing that makes it look better is that there's a lot more actual car footage. So this this doesn't even look like anyone's in cars. I don't know if there's a moment where, where there's an actual car. Even Tej car is probably remote control. Yeah. They killed one of the old characters from the franchise in this movie by Who? blowing him up in the street race. The the uh, guy with the face tattoos. Oh, the guy from Rio that runs the car races. Yeah. I actually thought it was really pointless to kill him. I was like, that sucks. I was like, that's stupid, but okay. That race was dumb. <laughs> that was like, if that was the movie's attempt at getting back to street racing as I was told this movie was they going tried. to do... Uh, that was not getting back to street racing in any. He told that girl. Way. He told Elena's sister that he'll have to race her sometime. Yeah. That girl was like a better actress than most of these people in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't bad. She was fine. But she's also, uh, she's also in Guardians. She's in Guardians Three. I just kind of 
didn't want her character. Like, I don't know what to say about that. I was like, why is this character here? I don't. It was, really yeah, care. it was just more of adding new new characters that yeah <sighs> we don't we just don't need to add another like he could more. Why is it family? Why is it always family? It's always a brother sister. or sister. Yeah. yeah, it couldn't just be a street racer that didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, but then she goes. Well, uh, she has a bunch of folders. You can go look through them. It's like, oh, yeah. Because it's called bad writing, Lexi. I don't know what you want. Yeah, right. The fact that she lives in her apartment and he didn't know about the sister, you know. I was actually momentarily confused as to why there are pictures of her. And I thought that they were at, like, Vin Diesel's place. I did not. I was so. I I did not think that that was her place at first. It was was a recreation of her home from five. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on here? And then, like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's the sister. I was like, she has a sister. You, like, did, get, you, know, you did get Charlize Theron's best hair in the franchise. Yeah, so yeah, best hair in the franchise. <laughs> Easily her best hair, hands down. She looks great with it. Same with Tyrese. Best hair. Yeah. Best hair that he's had so far. Everybody's got pretty decent hair in this movie. I, I think that maybe Jason Momoa's got some pretty wild hair but i think that's supposed to go with his character so i'm just gonna leave that i did like all his silk clothing and everything like that um yeah he looked like an asshole but i also once again think that's the point like he had that cartoony like bad guy aspect like the whole time like he just kept showing up places and he always had like he was always in like the eagle's nest like he he always had like a good perspective of them for like no fucking reason whatsoever I thought he was great. Like I genuinely enjoyed him the entire time. He had he, was on he had the only moment in this entire film that genuinely made me laugh, which was uh, when they're on the bridge and Vin Diesel's like punching him, and he pulls out one of his teeth, and he just goes, "You butthole!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that that was like the only thing that like genuinely made me laugh in that film was just like yeah, just his kind of whole personality. I think I laughed a few times. It was always him. Though. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the only thing that was like that was genuinely. I don't know. It it one hundred percent is just like he's in a completely different movie from everybody else. Like nobody yeah, else is remotely in the same movie that he's in. <laughs> he felt he felt out of place even for like a Fast and the Furious villain. Yeah, like he was a. He, he was, was a bit probably too better because he's and every he villain like so far has mostly psychotic. been bland bad guy though. It's bland villain. I'm not used to Fast and the Furious villains sitting with corpses and painting their toenails and shit like that. I was like, I oh, thought that that's... was pretty morbid for a PG-13 Fast. And Furious yeah, movie. I was like, I was <laughs> like, like some pretty unhinged shit. I was like, oh okay. We're starting to get. There's a. Ba- we're getting a little more. There's like, a baby uh, in my theater. We're getting like this, and then Guardians three, like back to back, which is like it's we're getting some dark stuff for like PG thirteen, like kind yeah. of family type films. That it's like, I I was I was talking to Jeremy about that, and I was like, I was like, you take your kids to see Guardians three, and he goes, not yet. I was like, I don't know if you want to, because uh, it's not really a kids movie at all. <laughs> get back to the eighties. Yeah, yeah. We're what's are we gonna have to put something in between PG thirteen and uh, R? You have to create a whole new uh, rating. Would PG when PG thirteen meant something? Yeah, PG thirteen plus. Amazing. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, as long as it doesn't have sex or more than one f bomb, it's like guaranteed yeah. to be PG thirteen. I mean, yeah, yeah, and we're even getting to the point they finally did it in a Marvel movie. Like Marvel had its first f bomb finally, and it was like, all right, that's that's like the signal. We're we're like really pushing it now. I, thought, I saw people were mad about that too. They're like, did they have to do that? I'm like. <laughs> No, but you know what? These movies have also been kind of borderline. Like, not even that bad of a word. 
but like just some of the stuff that they say like yeah. you're an asshole like i don't remember kids movies when i was growing up where they would drop <laughs> they would even say asshole you know dude we I, does anybody remember the monster squad i mean the whole jokes in those movies where the kids swearing constantly. but they say nards they still don't like go yeah. they really don't but like there's that whole scene at the dinner table where he's swearing and the mom and dad are like yelling at him all the time and they go back outside and swear more like it's just like but they're not saying anything that whole... bad they're saying like damn right yeah. and gosh darn it yeah shit <laughs> stuff Poop. like that that's, yeah. that's it. it it's just like it's just i don't know i thought that vin diesel's kid that the actor i thought he did a good job i actually thought he was one of the better actors this is probably also his real kid for all i know <laughs> I don't know. But that's like, an, and then that's like another one of him and John Cena. You still, he, still feel separately great. from. They feel like they're separate from uh, Jason Momoa this in, whole movie. in the sense that they are in like a completely different movie. Like they're one hundred percent like a family friendly. Like it's just not road not trip the, yeah, spy it's, movie. It's like remotely yeah. not the same movie that Vin Diesel and you know Michelle Rodriguez are in. Like they, they like, feel like they're in a completely that... different type of film. You could have almost made their own spin-off film, like a Hobbs and they Shaw. Could, I would one hundred percent. I would. You know I would what? watch that, like, because they were. I would too. They were fun. I did they like were the, them. On the, them on the plane when it's like, are you scared of flying? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, is it the height? And then he's like, no. And then when he's like starts putting the kayak thing together, he's like, well, thank God it wasn't the height that was scaring you. So uh, <laughs> let's get in this thing. So the Toretto yeah. home gets destroyed again by mercenaries and those foo box. What? And what I like, yeah, what I liked the most was when they run out of the house, the kid's wearing just socks. And I'm like, how did he not step on a shard of glass? So, That's where things okay. get unbelievable. Do you remember in, which one was it? I want to say it was eight. But do you, you better remember, we watched all of them. I think it was eight. But do you remember that, like, um, that they had like an escape plan for little Brian? And somebody showed up. I think Tyrese showed up. And yeah, it's the like, beginning of eight. He just hides in the hole. And he grabs that thing and he runs and he hides in a hole in the ground. So like, why the fuck all of a sudden in like nine and ten when they like are living in their house? No, I don't do think it's eight. Have, I think like, it's nine. Why don't they have like a oh, fucking maybe. escape hole? He's still a baby. Like, he's a baby. He's a baby in eight. Because yeah. like, I, what when Michelle Rodriguez ran in the bedroom when she's like Brian, whatever's happening, I thought that he was gonna run to like an escape hole because I figured like there built for that like their whole world is that so it should have been like minions land. like it should have like despicable me like they should have had like yeah, a really tie into the universal uh i genuinely <laughs> genuinely thought that this kid was gonna have like a whole escape oh. tunnel thing like for this shit like no question because vin diesel's training his kid to do fucking donuts in a parking lot at 12 i'm like if the kid's already being trained to drive a fucking 500 plus horsepower charger in a parking lot he clearly has some sort of escape tunnel system built because they already showed us that he's doing this with the kid but then uh, but then no he's just gonna sit there and play video games with the fucking sister instead of brian who should be there doing this i'm like this movie's jacked what the fuck you, <laughs> you genuinely love this movie don't sound that's like the it. stuff that's fucked up that's the stuff that's fucked up i think that like i mean i'm fine with the kid already learning how to drive the car because i'm sure that's the, the stuff that makes the next perfect movie, sense yeah in the like next 100%. movie he's probably gonna have to drive a car like it didn't make a lot of sense when vin diesel was flinging helicopters and uh, he's like, just, you got to feel the car. And I'm like, what the hell has this trained this kid to jump out of a vehicle? <laughs> but we knew he was going to jump out of the vehicle because he's also in the trailer jumping out of a vehicle. So, you know what? You make fun of that scene that actually does make sense when he's talking about that, when he's like, feel the vehicle. It's uh, about understanding like the physics and like feeling 
the momentum and stuff. Like that actually did make sense. That doesn't make any sense. It does. Don't justify There's a lot of stuff. Diesel. There's a lot of things in these movies that sound stupid to normal people that kind of make sense to car people. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That action. makes more sense. That's like philosophy. But physics, it, this movie is not taking physics into account at all in any step of the way. Well, but like you could do that. Like if you have two things, like two weights on a pendulum, like and you're you're controlling the mass. Yeah, the I then, yeah. think the kid could poss possibly jump from car to car. Yes. But him understanding Vin Diesel's vague instructions, I, I, I highly doubt that that kid on, would be like, I'm just jumping out the car. You've never taught me jumping out of cars his, yet. His his degree in understanding of physics is like so far beyond anything. He should have jumped up the numbers. back of the car. He should have jumped on the back of the car and jumped on the Vin it's Diesel's like, car. And he'd be like, like, how'd you learn that? And he'd be like, from Uncle Brian. Like, there you go. Damn. Do you remember, do you remember that cartoon Action Man? he could see the numbers and he could like plan his like extreme stunts ahead of time he sees quantum physics at all times yeah like, it's like uh, that kind of shit <laughs> yeah i mean i think a lot of like where's the fun there really wasn't a lot of fun in this movie i don't think i thought momoa was fun i thought he brought the fun yeah but where's the fun action scenes and stuff I thought that I thought that the bridge scene was good with the helicopters. They already did helicopters in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they, we already had like them shooting like hooks into the car. They did that in Fast Six, like or Fast Seven. And the and the bridge looks just like the bridge from Six. Yeah. The bomb like, street race is adding that bomb element to the street racing, I guess. The bomb rolling around where it's like it's an homage to the safe, like. The, it didn't driving, exactly feel like the safe, but it felt like something ridiculous. That's I would sure. say driving down the dam, it was like basically driving down the side of the cliff. But that was like fire. the worst CGI looking thing. I hated like they had to follow like his arm all the way to him hitting the Nas switch. So he's had a real a real. That was the uh, best looking effects when it, it went down his arm. So <laughs> the, the fire effects. I'm not saying the shot was dumb, but I'm saying that was that shot looked pretty realistic for some reason. This that, the that was shot what they inside. The whole budget on was just that one shot. They couldn't do any of the <laughs> that, other ones. Yeah, it's really funny because, like, yeah, the end of this movie is John Cena is apparently dead, sacrifices himself to kill nobodies, and then the Tej shows, or it's actually Roman. You see, they're all in the plane, but they're like, "Haha, we're here to save you," and they get blown out of the sky, die off screen, so they're not dead. So yeah, we don't know what happened. Yeah, they're to definitely them. not dead yet. They also oh. had all their money taken from them. I didn't mind yeah. the action scene uh, in the beginning with Charlie's Theron where she's going back and she's talking about how Jason Momoa is, like, blackmailing everybody to work for him. Yeah. I actually thought that was a good scene. Their interactions together are really good. I like him giving everyone names. He's like, okay, Bob, I still have your kids. Yeah. Yeah, beyond that, honestly, I would say... You know, money talks, apparently. But the most impressive thing is that they somehow got The Rock to come back. I guess he's there. I don't know. Yeah. They said he made $1 million for that, just that scene. He'll probably be, I, I have a feeling he'll probably show up in, like, either the next one or, or the third one, however far they are in shooting it. But, again, much like everything else, I'm sure he's just never going to be on set at the same time as Vin Diesel. Like, they, they'll have to, like, work it out so they're never working together. A lot it of did, people it did think have that a, this is going to lead to yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, too. That's what this is. Why? Why wouldn't it be this one? The guy's still alive. Jason Momoa's still out there. 
because they're thinking like maybe it'll get a Hobson shot too, and then he'll come into like the other. I don't. Uh, know. Beyond the fact that you know, obviously this movie split into two or three movies. Because Shaw did kind of take off at the end of this too. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but there no. was kind of a characteristic about it where Shaw went off on his own, and then they introduced the Rock. There is a technicality to it that could potentially lead to Hobson shot too which could bring all of I don't give a fuck about together. Hobbs and Shaw too. I'm just hey, why not Hobbs and Shaw? But I, but I'm saying like within it's this It's going to be weird like, cuz it's going to it's just going to be Hobbs and Shaw 2 fighting Jason Momoa so it's going to be like Fast X2 presents Hobbs and Shaw still <laughs> in the same movie. It's I would greenlight that thing. movie if I could get that title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, the fact that the twist ending ish tease or whatever it's not the fact that the rock is back but i thought that they did a good job of why they would tie that character back in because he's literally the guy that shot rays at the end of five he literally right. shoots the guy yeah so I, I like the weird like double taps him. the weird jigsaw flamboyant jigsaw or whoever the hell jason momoa also is but i i just i kind of dug the you fact like halfway that expected it, that tape to say like like i want to play a game yeah. It kind of did, and well, even yeah. when he uh, Vin Diesel showed up to the the prison or yeah the old jail jail that was like set up like would you a like to play thing. a flamboyant game? Mm-hmm. Well, all the all the people show up to arrest him, and you think he would just be like, "Do you think I put this shit here?" <laughs> you know, like they don't address they don't address like why he's there or what the hell is in that building currently. He's just been living in an abandoned police station too. I'm like, what a fucking weirdo. That's such a like you're like that's a, such a Batman villain thing to do like living in an abandoned police station. Typical screenwriting though to bring some bring you back to a place that you've been before. Yeah. I mean this is pretty much the first time that they're kind of returning to a similar area. They pretty much when they globe trot like they never go to the same place again. Like even when they show up in London they're going to completely different places. I half expected them to show up at that one that they were in, like, in 6, where they, like, had the, like, strong arm, the guy to find, get information off of. But they showed up at, like, an internet cafe that made no fucking sense at all. Helen Mirren's also affected by all of this shit, too. So that's why Shaw has been pulled into it all, because of her association with Vin Diesel. But we haven't seen her other than, like, five seconds when she was on screen talking to them. To hit on Vin Diesel, of course, to have their weird on-screen Gotta have flirting. that. Yeah, that's a necessary thing. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, you have to have that in there. But the, the end of this movie, I feel like, was the most telling sign that this movie wants to be a Bond movie so bad. Because that, mm-hmm. that end, the whole animated credits thing, was one... I mean, I would almost guarantee that somebody that worked on that also worked on the opening credits for the last, like, four or five Yeah, Bond it looked films. like Skyfall, it like, perfectly, like, like floating through the water. It was the exact same stuff, and they, like, they they just had, like, a song go... I don't even remember who sang the song on that one, but it was, like, it 100% was, like, their way of being, like, yeah, we're, we're like, high class. We're, like, Bond films. Like, we do, like, cool animated title sequences. I actually know what you're talking about. Like, I haven't watched the Bond movies, but I know exactly what you're talking about. They've been moving towards they've been moving towards the Bond-ish things for a while, yeah. but it's so fucking sloppy. Like, you'll get a cool opening sequence, and like, or like how that the end credits. The next one won't even have end credits remotely like that. No. It'll like just no. go straight to the title card or something. Yeah. Like they're so inconsistent with what they do. And then like they've been doing the like the animated on and off since like two. Basically. Yeah, sometimes it has it. Sometimes it's like the same as like how inconsistent they are with like post credit scenes. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. When you feel like almost everyone would have some sort of 
post credit scene, but like sometimes there's like, nope, this one's pretty good. We don't need to add anything else. Right. It's so weird. This movie didn't have like it had like the mid credit scene, but not like anything at the end. So good. Yeah. Let <laughs> yeah, us get yeah. out of the theater sooner. I don't think yeah. that you should even have a mid credit scene if you're gonna make your movie that long. I, I was glad to have sat in the theater and watched all the way to the end for you guys. You never know I... half the time there's shit anyways. Oh no, like it was I don't always stay either. I wasn't complaining. I'll leave half like, the time, and then I find out there was something. I'm like, there was fucking something at the end of that movie. Are you kidding right. me? Right. I hate when that happens, when you leave, and you're like, oh, I didn't even know. Any it shit. was like, one of the Jurassic Worlds did that. I was like, there's a post-credit scene. Like, none of the other movies had post-credit scenes, mm-hmm. so. You know when it's really bad is when it's a really long post-credit scene, too, and you had no idea. And you're like, oh, my God, this was like five minutes of shit that I completely missed. And you're just like, okay. Yeah, or if it's just something that wasn't like like they don't always have to be like story related, but if they're not going to be that, like they should at least be I don't know funny or something interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like right. you get ones that are just like it's just a nothing, and you're just like, oh, that that was a complete waste of time. It just it, it didn't do a single thing. It wasn't funny. It wasn't it didn't serve a like purpose. Like Doctor, like the new Doctor Strange had a funny one, and yeah, yeah, the Doctor Strange. I I enjoyed that one because that's a callback to you know we get more Bruce Campbell. We could always use that. We, uh, we need to go back to like the the nineties two thousands era when we end our movies and we just run the blooper reels of everybody like. I'm really surprised that like after the after the credits they didn't just have a trailer for Fast Ten Two or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because you know they've already got some stuff filmed for it. I'm sure. Right. Well, that's what you think. You think it'd be something. I hope they reshoot the rock scene like they do it again it and it's completely reshoot. Like, uh, yeah. Like the Han scene like it's just like it's something yeah. that's completely different like is. He has a hair for some reason when they when they reshoot it. He has a wig on this time. Well, that would have been great if they kept Han with his, like, yeah, like the short hair or something. So you're like, wait, he didn't even have that kind of hair when he was, like, in that scene. Yeah, I don't know. That was, like, another scene that I felt, like, didn't make any sense because I, I don't know. I just feel like they would have already gotten past that somewhere along the line of that he's he wouldn't be looking for Shaw anymore because Shaw is obviously friends with the Vin Diesel and all the rest of those guys now so why on mm-hmm. earth would he would he want to go back uh, he obviously didn't kill him like Mr. Nobody faked the whole thing so like when Shaw's like oh there's only one reason you'd come to my door and it's to kill me or something like that and I was like why isn't it like your first reaction like I, you're all like so Shaw's now. like Shaw's like 100% certain that he killed Han yeah, like exactly. no it's one's like, up, it's like, updated yeah, it's like, him yeah why does he, he yeah does he, does he like not know I mean he wasn't in 9 so did no one update him on the fact that the like Han was alive and he he doesn't have a grudge against Shaw because it was all faked and he was never it never was anything anyway so it's like that scene plays out so weird to begin with because it just feels like uh, I don't know where the reaction just feels like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for him to just immediately just start trying to beat Han up and be like I'm gonna kill you first and I was like I thought yeah I thought we were all friends now. <laughs> Yep, and the Tokyo crew is not in this movie. They're like uh, every other movie them, yeah, for some reason. Back out. They'll be in the next one for some reason, yeah. Build more rockets for no reason. Yeah. I mean, it Go wasn't for no space. reason. They could have thrown the, yeah, they could have they could have put no them reason. in. They could have been the guys that like built uh built Jacob's rocket car or something like that. Like throw them in there for that. Yeah, like I've already forget Lucas Black's character, but they're like, yeah, that guy Sean. Sean, he, Sean yeah. built Sean. this. Yeah, generic white Sean, name. Sean, Sean, Sean and Twinkie did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's like that's the missed opportunity. Like you want to have a secret layer where he has this car, but John Cena is like taking credit for like building it. Like when there is a perfect tie for people that have done equally weird shit. Yeah. 
like you made Tej the tech guy, why don't you make the Tokyo people the like the we're gonna go crazy out there and add shit to cars there was that shouldn't somebody, be on cars. There was somebody else that they made like some kind of tech thing or something else in this one that I was like, Oh look, another person who never had any background of some sort that is now doing whatever in this one. I think you're wrong. Are you thinking Cypher? Because she makes sense. She was all about, like... No, no, no. There was, tech. like, somebody I think you're thinking else. Jordana Brewster was in, like, the last movie was, like, doing, like, tech stuff for some reason. Yeah. Maybe okay. it was that. I just know there was somebody... And maybe it was her. It was just, like, somebody was, like, suddenly a tech expert again. I was like, oh, look, another fucking person that never was is now... Okay. Jason Momoa was, like, a really smart tech person in this. And you think that when they were, like, combating Ramsey... Why not just give him, like, a really good secondary character that's smart? Right. You know? That's my tech guy. He's the evil Ramsey or something. Like, th- actually, that'd be the perfect thing to do instead of have, like, have, like, the, the bizarro version of them that they actually face off against. Right. Kill them all off in one movie. Like, no one has right. to be contracted <laughs> to keep coming back. We definitely know we're getting one more movie. We're probably going to get two more. And Vin Diesel's already said there's more spinoffs planned, like a female-led spinoff so he's saying that for years he said it again and he's Uh, it's you know what money talks so he he, probably will happen he confirmed that there's two coming he has confirmed because he all i heard was that universal saw this one he did an interview this sounds made up they saw this one and they were like can we do a trilogy like i don't (laughs) i i was i don't think they saw it i think they were just like please make more i was on brian's show on friday and on Brian's show, we talked about Brian who? At Brian Cruz. I was on Cruise Control. Cruise Control, okay. Yeah. Brian's show, Cruise Control. Yeah, yeah give him a proper, a proper plug. Proper. <laughs> Cruise Control on YouTube. Yeah, Brian. Uh, his show is on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You should check it out for sure. And I am frequently a guest on it. But when I was on his show on Friday, we talked about Fast X. They had me on for that. And he was saying that Diesel did an interview. And when he was getting up to leave from the interview, uh, he turned around and he said, oh, no, there's going to be two of them. And then he just walked out of the room. And the interviewer was like, wait, what the fuck? He just wouldn't talk to her. He just, like, left and, like, made her, like, go, like, what the fuck and chase after him. That's how he's handling the situation. But he's, like saying that there is but like won't talk beyond it and is being like a smart ass about it essentially but it is confirmed but i don't even understand why it's confirmed because what i've done what i did with marvel i like to look and see what were the like most successful films in this franchise so i took you know the budget based off of what it made in the box office to kind of like get a good idea of like where these things rank Fast 10, obviously, it's only been in the theater for not even a week at the point that we're recording this, and it hasn't made the budget back. That's not really good. It's $340 million to make this fucking movie. So if you're going to do three of them, do you cut back the money? Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You think they would really start killing off people just because they want to keep the cost down? Yeah, get those salaries out there. That's not as expensive as I thought it would be, though. That's still, I think they said that's, like, for these type of movies. Because that, that, that was another thing that was mentioned in the Justin Lin, like, when he when yeah. he quit was, like, it, everyone started getting, like, really worried about, like, they were like, oh, the budget's already at $300 million, And then they started talking about, they're like, 
actually it's getting closer to 340 and that's like before even marketing like people yeah. are already like uh, I don't know that's like yeah. like you're getting closer to like Avatar territory and like the, I was gonna say that's Avatar yeah, money you're getting closer but, to Avatar but also Avatar like half a million half a billion dollars to make but also Avatars like this was so expensive but they said the rest of the Avatars are not gonna cost nearly as much money because they put most of the tech and everything into into the yeah, second once one. they get it all built in yeah they shouldn't you'd think costs should go down for it but yeah that's a, that was another thing that that they kept saying and that's why it, like again it was like vin diesel that's making these costs go up because you know they show up on set and they're like okay like well, they kept burning days of filming because they'd show up and then he'd be like mm, i just don't want to do those lines like i want to change everything and it's like uh we'll come back tomorrow and film this and that's why it, like it just kept pushing things and pushing things so it's like it, yeah I, I i don't 100 believe vin when he's like He's like, they're definitely making it. We're, I think it's definitely going to be a wait and see how this one keeps doing financially. Like, does it, does it maintain That's probably this fair. or does it get, yeah. does it lose? Because it's, it's already got a lot of competition from, like, the new Spider-Man movies coming out next week. We're get we're into the summer season of films. You're going to have the it's new Spider-Man. The new, tr- yeah, the Transformers is under two hours. Pay attention, people. And then, yeah, you're, and then you're, like, getting into Indiana Jones and... It's tons of stuff. Yeah. Which, by then the you, way, then you're Fourth of July already. You're getting so Barbie fucking excited about that new Transformers. So fucking excited. I want to cover those movies. Uh, those. what? No. No. Because Michael Bay sucks. Like the first Aww. one's decent, and he, he doesn't yeah. understand anything. They're after all that. again, decent. we don't need to go back to talk about the writer strike uh, for Dark of the Moon. That, that didn't even make sense because like there's been worse ones and they didn't have the writer's strike to ruin it. <laughs> so what do you think the most successful Fast and Furious movie is financially? It's five. No. It's not, it's not five. It's five. Not. Five's seven. number three. It's not seven's seven number either. one. It is. Seven? I thought it was yeah. eight. So here's where you're confused. Is seven the one that brought in the billion? Seven's the one that brought one one billion? So seven did. So you're thinking about how much money, but you're not taking into account how much the movie costs to make. Uh, okay. Uh, so Furious Seven did have 1.5 billion dollars, and eight did have 1.2 billion dollars. But eight was 20 million dollars more expensive, so uh, okay. it didn't make as much of its money back. Gotcha. The the one that I found the most surprising is the Fast and Furious, the very first one is the second most successful movie in the franchise. Yeah, cuz it costs like nothing to make. 38 million, it's the cheapest one and it made yeah. 207.3. So, it made almost six times the amount. Only Furious 7 has made six times the amount. Cuz like I said in the in the when we talked about the first one, they did like 12 million dollars worth of car stunts for 2 million dollars for that movie. Like, they did, like, unheard of, like, budgeting for the car stunts for that movie. Like, no one had ever seen before. So, like, it was one of the cheapest movies to make ever. The only one I would consider probably a failure is Tokyo Drift. It has... Yeah. It it made the least. It made 1.87 times its budget. I feel like you have to at least make twice your budget to be successful for the marketing and all that stuff, too. It was enough of a failure that they basically thought about getting rid of the franchise and then that's why they rebooted it so to speak with fast and furious i mean fast and furious did pretty well i mean that's it got back to form 
I mean, I don't even know about that, but like it had people, it had the the story that they wanted. But yeah, I mean, I would be interested to see. Maybe we'll cover it in a couple, like once a couple months have gone by and it's out of the theaters. Kind of see where Fast Ten lands um, financially. Yeah, because Fast I mean, Nine I, was down, like it didn't do as successful, and people tried to still just no. blame COVID and were like, "Well, people didn't go to theaters," and I was like, "Oh, I don't that think that was a hundred percent it." Like. Uh-uh, that wasn't why nine failed. COVID wasn't uh, at all. I'll go successful to least successful, and I'll exclude ten because it's not really done yet. Go ahead. Uh, it is seven one five eight four Hobbs and Shaw nine two six and then three. But like the budget just keeps ballooning on these movies too, and I went for the highest budget because like some of them would be like anywhere between one hundred and sixty to. Two hundred and twenty-five a million dollars. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going with two twenty-five because mm-hmm. that's such a huge difference. That's like a whole second movie that could be <laughs> in there. And then for our movies, we all ranked our movies, and our top three movies are number three is Too Fast, Too Furious. Number two, good choice. Good choice. Number two is Tokyo Drift. The best. But I, I'm okay with it being two. I'm it's, okay with yeah, it's, it being it's two. not the best because it's number two. And the <laughs> number okay one Cinema de Mori's favorite movie in this franchise is Fast Five. You know, I'm okay with that. I was on the fence. I know I was the one that picked Tokyo Drift as number one. I know you guys picked five as your number one. You're not wrong. Five is perfectly Five has reasonable to be the to best. They, they, they showed it to like, us again a million times in this movie, so it's, it, it right, has to be the best. Right. They I mean, Tokyo keep, they wouldn't keep Drift bringing was it my up. number two. Yeah. I like Tokyo Drift for personal reasons. Like, it's just, like, I like the cars in it. I like that it's in Japan. We I like all it voted like... fairly high for this movie. That's why it's number two. <laughs> it's not, like... Right. I mean, I know it's, it was your number but, one, and um, we both I'm... preferred five over it. But but I'm just, like, I want to justify, like, five is the most cohesive film. Like, it is the best written. It has the best story. It does the best action sequences. It is pretty cohesive, but you you lost like all the characters. So I just think it's like you're not like as far as like the best Fast and the Furious. Like when you want to talk about like the proper Brian like Vin Diesel Fast films, Five by far is the best one. Tokyo Drift is like this weird anomaly that kind of sits in the franchise. That's like it's there. Yeah, it's part of it, but like not really every like, franchise needs a tokyo drift yeah, like it, it, everybody like said, needs to try to just be it's, weird with it's something. the halloween three of the series and sometimes you just like some halloween three you know everybody needs a little season of the witch in their life and uh i happen to be a big fan of both halloween three and tokyo drift so the worst movie of cinema de more's calculations is f9 that's our f9. bottom mm. that's bottom of the barrel was that my number, like, one num- worst one? Because I don't Weirdly, none. we all have different worst ones, and it's not F9. It just it inadvertently worked out that way. <laughs> like, it just... Yeah, well, they are low. If Fast 5 is number one, our favorite, and F9 is number 11, because we're including Hobbs and Shaw, is our, our, is our bottom one. Uh, Lexi hated 6 the most. Okay. Chuck Chuck hated ten the most, and okay. I and I hated four the most. Number eight is Fast Ten. Number nine is six, and number ten is number four is four. 
they are by default all pretty fucking low. Yeah. But <laughs> but Fast Nine was actually me and Chuck's second worst movie and your third worst movie. So I think I just something about this viewing of Nine when I came around with it, it was just a little bit more fun than some of the other ones and I think like some of those stupid fun factors like six is just dry like it's it's not fun and it's not like interesting like okay like yeah it's stupid that they go to space but also it's fun like it's dumb as shit the, but the space fun. part's not dumb this the space part's not dumb it's like six I think what was so surprising with six was it's more bland than I remembered it being between right, five like, and seven. Like, like that's really I, where my problem with it was. It's like it's just so fucking boring. Like, there's just nothing. Nine's pro- nine at being at the bottom. Space is not the fucking problem with that movie. That is not. Right. That right, is not 100%. an issue at all. It is literally I, the problem that is with this. You know, I don't. I don't know what you did. I'm surprised that like this movie ten didn't seriously maybe John Cena, but they like don't seriously kill off anybody. You kind of have to do what Avengers did when they did Infinity Endgame. War and Endgame. Yeah, they wiped out a bunch of characters that couldn't be followed at the end of Infinity War. So Endgame had the focus on like six people instead of like twenty people, and that's the the Fast franchise really needs something similar to happen. Even if they're just, like, out of commission, just, like, have them all fucking, you know, kidnapped or in a black ops site or something. Who is your favorite character in the entire series? Jarl. Yeah. <laughs> Monica! It is a highlight of the it whole is. series, that's for sure. I like Han, but I also really like Ludacris. Probably Han and Ludacris are my two favorite, and then, of course, Lucas Black. Those are my three favorites. If I had to pick one, though, I'm going to go with Ludacris, just because it's Ludacris. I don't even know who my favorite character would be. Brian and Dom are pretty fucking bland for basically being the main characters the main of this characters, franchise. Yeah, they're, they're not super interesting. I do like Tyrese, but mostly only in the second movie. Like, I don't like him very much in any movie after he that. He gets worse as he goes on. He becomes more obnoxious. I feel like Ludacris and Han, and they all kind of like Han from Tokyo Drift would be cool, but he just keeps going on and it's on. Every, and on everyone and on. just keeps getting more and more bland. That's why I was like, I like Ludacris in Too Fast and Furious, but it's like with each movie, he gets like further and further away from his character in Too Fast and Furious. Like he just gets more and more, I, I don't know, more and more of just being the tech guy and less and less being the fun guy. Yeah, I'd almost have to be like, it'd be this character from this movie, not the whole franchise. I think you could get away with doing a pretty decent spin-off series. Not a whole bunch of them, but like maybe one with Tyrese and Luda. That's what one of the one of, I saw someone said that was like that was like, "Oh, is this like the the trailer for the Peacock series that we're going to get that's like uh Ludacris and Tyrese?" I'm here for it. I'd watch the fuck out of that. I'm here for that. It's about them both trying to get their music careers back on track. <laughs> Tej's garage. That's what it's I a, yeah. It's see. like a bad. Tej's it's like a garage. bad sitcom yeah. of uh, of them yeah. two running a garage. It's like Sanford and Son that's, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really want. Yeah. It's like Perfect. a real bad laugh track, so that people actually laugh at Tyrese's jokes. The less screen time they have, <laughs> the almost better of a of a character I think that they are. Yeah, I don't like know. Cardi B was my favorite. Cardi B didn't have enough time to even be annoying, and you, it's Cardi B. <laughs> Like, Justin Lin was like, I'm going to put her, her in before she pisses everybody off. I don't know. 
like I like Helen Mirren, but maybe not in oh, these, she's movie, great. these movies. You know what I mean? You know what? I take back all of mine. Helen Mirren is the best <laughs> character in all of these movies. Hands down. I forgot. How could, how could I be so ignorant? She yeah, is I, the best character. I mean, like, highlights for this, like, the vault is seen is still as good as I remembered it being. The vault uh, scene is great. It, it was just as fun. It's, it is borderline ridiculous, but they're still trying to be like, we have the physics. We, we, we could pull this off still. Uh, and I don't mind the cartooniness, but it kind of has that issue of not knowing what it needs to be, if it needs to be serious or it needs to be funny. That's why I thought, like, the first couple... Like, the very first one's a Point Break remake. Number two is just fucking fun. Three's a little bit more serious, but it's focused. It gets pretty messy with four. Are you are you really trying to tell, tell me that three is serious with that opening sequence? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. Zachary Tybride <laughs> racing in the Viper. Yeah, because that scene makes more sense than fucking The Rock beating somebody up and throwing him in the wall and not killing the guy. <laughs> or Vin Diesel defying gravity countless times. When we look back at these movies and stuff... Uh, I hope not. Tokyo... To, no, well... <laughs> we did. Tokyo, it happened. It's like, uh, as, a, as a car girl, Tokyo Drift, I'm like that's still one of my favorite movies like i'm always gonna go back and rewatch that movie i'm always gonna be here for that movie i'll watch that movie anytime it's on i think that like you can take that one and slot that out of this entire franchise and just kind of make it its own little standalone film and be like i like this movie i don't really care there's about a the few like that though like the best ones one two three five you could watch those without having watched just put it in and it'll be fine. You don't have to I, remember anything else. I, don't, I, didn't, I, I kind of feel like you could just get away with the first three of these movies and be fine. And I feel like if you're a car person, the first three movies, they're for you. But if you're a car person, don't worry about anything after three. There's not like, even cars in any of these movies. They stopped being really car movies at, at this point. Like, I think they tried to do some car stuff. Like They made a joke about Han driving an Alfa Romeo in this one and I know they brought the new Supra in at the end of nine, and I noticed that every car that Han drives is also orange and black, just like Brian drives everything blue. But ah, uh, they don't—they didn't. You're do gonna a very stick good... with that theory all the way to the end. Oh, well, it's because they—they do have that. You know, so it's funny. The how, very like... last car you see Brian in is a white. Well, I guess technically he is in a blue car in nine. Yeah. Assuming that's him, because we never did see who was driving well, that car. Could have been okay. the guy. It's funny how it's like Han always drives a orange and black car. Brian always drives a blue car. Uh, Except when it's green, silver, Dom, or white. Dom always drives or a... Or orange. No, no Han, Han always drives an orange car. No, you what? said Brian. No, Brian always drives a blue car. Blue, green, orange, silver, and white. Brian's drove all those he's colors. A, he's also driven well, white when he's dead. I'm not going to give credit he's to He's not one. dead. He, and also, he also had a black one when he drove the the one in um, four or f- yeah, was it four? four, four or five at the start. 
<clears throat> but regardless of that, um, he does drive Dom's charger at the end of. There's four. only like three characters they really do that with in the series. Other than that, like the rest of the characters, like Letty doesn't have any distinct colors to her cars because she's a uh, motorcycle person now. But she just yeah, she's just halfway through the series, she just becomes a motorcycle person. When they get rid of Gal Gadot, who I was know the that motorcycle um, person, and then the like, Harley uh, Davidson in this that Jason Moa rides, like he demanded his character has a Harley too, so. Harley, it's like, shipped over, like, nine different bikes to be like, what bike do you like? Well, they pretty much have sponsorship on all of these movies because they've been using Harleys exclusively in the, the films for, like, the eight, since eight on. I'm sure they just give... I'm I'm sure they loaned it to them, and Harley's gonna sell it. I, I, gar- I guarantee you they they still own that bike, and they're they're gonna put their own bike up for auction, so for sure. they'll, make, they'll make it off of the, you know, the marketplace. So these movies have so much product placement, it's disgusting. So, I mean, that's obvious. Not as much as Transformers. Eh, 50-50. No. 50-50. It's, it's, it's not until they're driving a, a Corona has it been you know, as bad as Transformers. Everything they drive is a, is a, is a Dodge product. It's a, it's a fucking Fiat Chrysler product. Mark Wahlberg in stops in the middle of an alien invasion to crack open a nice cold Budweiser straight into the camera. Right. Oh, that's, a, that's, a Mountain that's, Dew machine yeah. becomes a transformer. Yeah. An Xbox well, becomes a transformer. So does so does a Mountain Duke uh so does a Mountain Dew machine. That's what I said, I thought. Didn't I? Yeah. It is what you said. What's well, okay. See, it's really it's it's really it's really <laughs> I'm easy so confused to tell about what I'm talking about. I'm like what words just came out of my mouth. It's super easy to figure out uh which ones are Autobots because Autobots specifically turn into General Motors products only. <laughs> but yeah. That's the whole franchise, uh, and we talked about it for you guys. Great. We did. We put our time and energy on the line for you. Now I have a question for you. It's been a year I've been with you, and we just did this. Does this mean that we're a family now? No. Not until we're cracking open Coronas and saying grace. (laughs) If you come here, we can crack open Coronas. (laughs) 50-50. I guess I could try to get there. You guys, There's two of you there, so it'd be more fair if I went there, right? We are kind of a family, and yeah, it would be more fair if you come see me and Chuck. Yeah. I feel like at this point, we've become a weird, disjointed family. I guess that's the end of covering Fast for a little bit. Like, it will at least be relieved to just cover what one Fast and Furious movie when it comes out and be like... Oh, God, I know. Well, I'll have to do them all again. And yeah, this is always torture. I have, We did the James Bond movies. Instead of doing all of them, we did the Daniel Craig ones, and I think that was the way to go because I think we maybe we'll pick another actor. We could do, like, the, you know, Connery ones or something, but I think it'd be insane to just try to cover all of, all of those movies at this point. I have only seen the Pierce Brosnan Bonds. Those are the only ones I have any familiarity with. Daniel Craig's are very good. I've seen the first one, the Casino Royale, because I watched the whole thing about the car being rolled, so I wanted to see how that was done in the movie. There's probably more respect for cars in Daniel Craig's James Bond movies than there are in these current Fast and Furious movies. Absolutely. I mean, that Aston Martin roll was done very tastefully. I watched the whole thing about how it was done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. All right, that was our episode. Thanks for listening.
We are Cinema Demore. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with news and information on upcoming episodes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Alexa, or iHeartRadio. It would be greatly appreciated if you subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice. We also appreciate feedback, so rate us, review us, and let us know what you think. And above all else, thank you for listening.